Hi, this is Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. Today we're going to talk about how play, just playing, is your brain candy. This is the month of play. It's Halloween, right? We put our decorations out, we get candy, the sweet kind of candy, and uh, we play. So it is the play month. So what I would love for you to do, I'd love to inspire you to do, is to realize how critical of a human need it is to play. It's not something ancillary and you do when you have time and, you know, you do it when a child comes up to you or, or, or you decide to play an online. Uh-uh. It has to be incorporated every day into your life for health. And, and, and I'm, we're going to talk about this. It's, good. it's fun, okay? Remember, Halloween is the play holiday. This is the month of play. And play is brain candy that dissolves anxiety, depression, and stress. Play is hardwired into our genes. The benefit of play and laughter is overcoming and preventing stress, anxiety, and depression in numerous ways. Think of when you see a cat or a dog or little bear cubs or anything. They all, Everything in the animal world plays. Birds, they play. Everything plays. So... They, it's part of our natural DNA, the way that we were made of creatures of the divine. Playfulness. Okay, I want you to think food, clothing, shelter, play, play, play. It's so important. So remember this too. I love this little concept. Laughter is internal jogging. Laughter is internal jogging. Studies show laughter lowers blood pressure, reduces stress hormones, boosts your immune function, and increases muscle flexion, okay? Research tells us play is linked to strong family relationships. It helps the brain learn faster, increases energy, and is a key to slowing the aging process, okay? We're spending all this money going to plastic surgeons, taking these vitamins, getting facials. How about play? How about, how do you know that just adding a certain amount of play in your life every day isn't going to change that whole aging process with your skin. Because if play is internal jogging and you're getting that oxygen and exercise, that's going to go out into your skin and your brain and every part of your body. So Halloween is playtime. This is our month. Halloween creates the perfect, perfect opportunity. This podcast, the perfect opportunity for you, for each of us, to remember the critical nature of play in our stressful, increasingly stressful, anxiety-prone chaotic lives. Please look what's going on for heaven's sakes. Especially this October. Elections, uh, wars, threats of nuclear, everything. I mean, we just uh, coming out of COVID, we, we all need to play and we need to relearn how critical it is and natural it is for us to play. Play is a biological process like sleep. It is just as essential for our mental and physical health. Play rewires the brain. Playing isn't just for kids. Emerging research tells us that play can rewire the brain, reduces stress, anxiety, and depression. It helps reduce the risk of Alzheimer's and memory loss and even decreases chronic pain. I want you to think about how Alzheimer's is growing, chronic pain, and anxiety and stress are incrementally increasing across the globe, not just the United States. Play. When you play and laugh, You can boost your immune system, lower your blood pressure, reduce stress hormones. With more than 80% of Americans 
and almost that many globally too, indicating that they experience great stress at least one full day during the week. Play needs to be an integral part of your health routine. Current research shows our school-age kids are experiencing tremendous stress and anxiety on a daily basis. Teen suicides have increased at an alarming rate. Every one of us on every level needs to unplug and remember to play. And I'll just throw in anecdotally, this is also why you need a cat, a dog, whatever you can have in your house as an animal to play. They will make you play. They will make you get outside. They will make you get ecotherapy by being outside. They're playful. You can't help but look at them and start laughing. Get an animal. But that was just me throwing that in. Let's talk about how the incredible healing power of play and the brain, just on the brain. It increases productivity, creativity, and de-stresses you. So here are some myths about play about play and work, okay? God knows I've worked my whole life. I love to work, work all the time, so uh, this is for me. It's been hard for me to incorporate play into work. I always think if I get my work done, then I'm going to play. That's just not the way the science and life is showing me. These are some of the myths of play. Play Play is for kids. I'd love to play, but my boss would fire me if I played at work. I try to fit in some play in my busy schedule, after I get off work on a long, hard day, or maybe save it for the weekends. Mm -mm. These are very old thought patterns that show up in our culture. We totally try to separate work and play. Yet brain science is telling us that play needs to be incorporated into our daily work schedule. Researcher Marion Diamond has done research on how play powerfully shapes the cerebral cortex. This is the area of the brain where the highest cognitive processes take place. She states there is significant measurable benefits to making play a part of your work and day. Dr. Diamond says the brain becomes enriched with play. 75% of U.S. workforce does information work which requires workers to solve complex problems and make difficult decisions. As the world becomes more complex, and it is every moment we breathe, and demanding, the need for play woven into our daily work becomes more essential mental and physical health, please, okay? And also, um, this hybrid work, most of us or a lot of us are working from home, half of us. So you need to figure out how, whether you're going off to the workplace or at home, in your car, I don't care where you are, we've got to start playing more. And the effect of play and work, play keeps you sane and functional during extreme times of stress. It refreshes your body, mind, and don't forget your soul. It triggers creativity and increases energy. So there are many ways that play de-stresses the body. When we play, the chemistry of our body changes. I want you to think of it like vegetable soup, that we have all these vegetables. Well, what play does is it immediately adds peas, carrots. It changes the whole chemistry of our body. When we laugh, our blood pressure drops, our heart rate drops. Our artery diameter increases by 22% when we're laughing and playing. That blood's flowing through there. Skin, your brain, your heart, your muscles. But when we're stressed, our artery diameter decreases. Now listen, decreases by over 35%. That's a University of Maryland study. And don't forget, you also get an immune boost when you start laughing. This is, I mean, it's a no-brainer, right? That's a joke. Play makes us feel alive. 
Play helps you think creatively and productively. Play teaches us how to manage and transform our negative emotions and experiences. Okay? Sometimes we can't get out of that rut. I struggle with depression. I know about this firsthand. Play changes like a switch, a light switch. Play supercharges learning in a functional fact and is a great functional factor for good mental and physical health. A psychiatrist and writer, Mahali Shiksalitsev, it, it's hard to pronounce, C-Z-I-K-S-Z-E-N-T-M-I-L-A-L-Y-I. <laughs> He's a great writer, by the way. Describes play as a flow state. It requires a balance of challenge and opportunity. Play maintains a flow state when we play games. We detach from reality. Think about it. When you're playing, I want you to do a guided... Pretend you're playing right now with your dog, with a board game, whatever you're doing, tennis, I don't care what you're doing. Detachment from everyday reality. It gives you clarity and confidence and an innate sense that the activity is doable and that your skills are adequate for any task. It also kind of gives you a sense of serenity, a sense of peace, and you can't worry while you're playing, okay? The scientist says humans are designed by nature to play. It's an evolutionary adaptation response. We go back and dig up ancient cultures, and there are always games that they played, whether it's in caves, whether it's carved into the earth. It's so interesting. Playfulness is an inborn ability hardwired into our genetic code. Also, playing and learning. Playing is a doorway to learning. Play helps us exercise our problem solving and adaptive adaptive abilities by stimulating our imagination. Play arouses curiosity, discovery, and creativity. And then again, don't forget, play in your health. The benefits of play and laughter in overcoming and preventing stress, anxiety, depression are more than I can count. Studies show that it lowers blood pressure as we just talked about. Hey, it reduces stress hormones. How about adrenaline, cortisol, those stress hormones? Reduces the production of those. It increases muscle strength and boosts your immune function. And who doesn't need that after the pandemic with all this viruses, flus, you name it, that are going around. Next, perseverance. The rewards of learning or mastering a new game teaches us that perseverance is so worthwhile. And guess what? Or were you wondering if play makes us smarter? There's a unique pattern. That was grace. Um, who I forgot to put the bark collar on. Sorry about that. There's a unique pattern of brainwave activity during play, a pattern that organizes the brain and enables us to act smarter. Play positively shapes the brain by integrating and balancing activity in both hemispheres. Isn't this kind of like really, really, really cool that it actually balances the brain? And remember neurogenesis, the brain actually changes. Uh, when you're thinking, when you're playing. So it's plastic. It moves. Play positively shapes the brain by integrating and balancing both hemispheres again. Organizing emotional circuits, a function that is performed by REM. Do you remember that REM, that dream sleep we have to have or we lose our minds or we die? Okay? That's what this does. It generates biologically based communication, calms, energizes, totally changes your nervous system. Is that not the coolest thing? Play is also critical for healthy relationships. Play is not simply the antithesis of work. It's not. It is the antidote. It's like an antibiotic. Think about it. 
It's an antidote to all the mundane duties of adulthood. Researchers link play to such positive outcomes as healthy relationships, strong families, creativity, spiritual growth, and personal confidence. Okay? It's intense, absorbing, and invigorating. And we also have research that showed that couples often use highly personalized forms of play to you know, enhance communication, strengthen bonds. The loss of playfulness in a marriage was strongly correlated with the onset of marital function. Okay, those of you that are in relationships, whether it's with your kids and even in your marriage, I want you to think about when the playfulness, like water on a street that dries up when it gets hot, when it evaporates, when your playfulness evaporates, I want you to think about how brittle and dry your marriage, your relationship, the person you're living with, your children, whatever, when it happens, it dries up. Um, my husband and I, we, 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 we notice that when we start arguing or um, get, get testy with each other, we're just not having fun. We're not playing. We're not. Uh, you know, and, and again, because of some physical challenges, we used to play tennis more. We used to do all kinds of physical activities more. So we have to find new ways of playing. One of the ways we do is uh, Jim loves to watch football all the time. So we keep a thing of cocktail napkins. We don't drink, but of course, we keep cocktail nap napkins on the corner of a table. And during the games, if we get in an argument or a fight or if we do something wrong or, or, or we think somebody's telling a story, whatever we're doing, we throw a flag on each other. And the minute we throw a flag, the other person has to stop. They're not allowed to talk, do anything, or move. And it's a foul. And then we stop, and we belly laugh, and then we say, why'd you throw a flag? And the other person's not allowed to respond while the person's explaining why she, why she or he threw the flag. So then we end up laughing, you know, putting it back on the table, and then go, go on, but we're more playful. But I didn't realize it and think, really think about it consciously until doing this podcast again that that's what's happening. We were redoing our brains, hormones, not producing stress hormones. We were calm. We were centered. We were confident. We were playful. More oxygen was going to our brain. So it makes sense, right, physically what we were doing instead of just emotionally and spiritually. So it's pretty cool. Play protects an individual from stress and enhances your well-being. We, so, you know, we know that. So let's talk about some tips to try to get you to play a little more. Play at work. Keep a small, you know, a foam basketball hoop in your office or a golf green with a club in your office or a dartboard. Keep an online game site on favorites on your computer and play it once a day. Create times during the day when you play, when your play is physical and others when it's mental like computer games. Um, set it every few hours, like every four hours, put on your timer on your phone and play. I don't care what you do. That was just one of them, you know, playing physical something. Next, color. Color invites us to be playful. Keep colored highlighters for use when you're working. Play with different colors. Wear different colors. Be a bring a playful lunchbox to work. Bring different times of the year. You know, there's napkins for um, Halloween, for Christmas, for Hanukkah, for Easter, for all kinds of times, the 4th of July. Get playful, okay? Bring different things in your lunchbox or in your bag to work or even if you're working from home. Get playful. Set the table with playfulness. If possible, wear playful socks as a reminder not to take life seriously and wear playful, colorful jewelry. You can always do that. Coworkers, tell coworkers the science of play and encourage them to start playing at work and play. get creative. Find new ways of playing together. 
Animals, take an animal to work if possible. Animals have many play cycles during the day, and they will always remind you to play. And hopefully get a break room at work. Try to make them change a closet, change a corner of your office at your home. Make sure you have a fun place that's designated as your play area. Keep playful mugs near your coffee pot. When you're serious and getting your cup of coffee, they may bring you a chuckle, laugh. And then playful listening. Keep a radio station or CDs with playful, fun music throughout the day. Listen to music and sing along. I do it all the time. Listening to music increases your serotonin. I cannot tell you how many times during the day the dogs and I uh, test the cat. Our cat doesn't really like it very much. Cats, my, my cat isn't into dancing or singing, but my dogs are. So we sing and the dogs howl and I sing all kinds of songs in the kitchen while I'm cooking, while I'm getting tea or coffee. Each time it's a practice. Every time I walk into the threshold of the kitchen, I sing or dance. Okay, you can develop practices. I hate to call them habits, but develop ha- habits like that, practices. Listening to music. Listen, just listening to music increases your serotonin, which is that healing, relaxing hormone. And when you sing, you're, you get an immune boost. You can get one as much as 250%. So keep singing, sing and dance around your office. So, and also, please remember this, the family that plays together stays together. Please, the family that plays together, not does homework after work, after school for six hours, not the to-do list, not the, the family that plays together stays together. Summer's over. And coping with busy schedules, again, can make everybody in the family feel overbooked, overworked, overwhelmed. And research shows too much stress, intense studying, and overwhelming schedules are the most destructive thing besides violence in a family. It puts dangerous pressure on families and damages family relationships. You must consider this critical. And again, from me... um, doing therapy and counseling with patients uh, that are, you know, for most of my life, 30, gosh, I would say, what, 30, 35 years, the lack of play is absolutely what is one of the causal things in a family that creates danger. You must find time to play. The family that plays together stays together. And it's a critical element for the development of your child's health. When we know what, I mean, what we do know is that play literally changes brain development in a child, okay? Brain development. You are in charge. You're the CEO of your child's, your baby's brain development. And when you play, you create the roots of health, happiness, and balance in your child and in every member of your family. Play teaches children coping skills. Think about it. They get mad, scream, want to quit. Uh-uh. Coping skills, leadership skills, perseverance, camaraderie, and and cognitive thinking. And they're not the only ones who benefit. Scheduling family playtimes gives everyone a break. Now, our daughter, we played a lot, games in the house, board games. We had a farm. We played on horses. We played play. But also our daughters played uh, sports, lots of sports. It taught them uh, perseverance, camaraderie, critical thinking, all those things, competition, One happens to be a very happy, very, very happy person that loves what she does every day. She's a critical care physician, loves it. 
and she treats it, uh, I don't want to be disrespectful, but almost like a game. She she plays with it. She goes in, and there are these critically ill patients. So in the way her brain, instead of being stressed about it, she thinks, okay, okay, how can I do this? What can I give her or him? Or how can I change medicines? Do you see it's almost a playful response to saving people's lives? Her brain works completely different than, oh, my God, that person is critical. Uh, let me get stressed out or depressed. Opposite. So, five winning strategies to get your, your family playing, change the playing field. Again, play games, okay? From Scrabble to Monopoly to arcade and puzzle games. There are hundreds of ways also to turn screen time into family time. So, and don't forget old-fashioned board games. I still believe that you looking at each other, moving those things around, touching, and not on the screen because everybody's on their screen now. I really believe in board games, kicking games, um, anything in the backyard, uh, uh, those little soccer nets, put a basketball hoop up, uh, walk together every night um, and kick the ball down the neighborhood. Whatever it takes, every day change the playing field. Schedule play in your day. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility as CEO of the family, at least 30 minutes a day to schedule it in, just like eating, just like sleep. And make a favorite spot. Gather your family's favorite games in one spot. That's that. It's coded in their brain, though, that that particular part of the house, that particular part of the playroom, whatever it is, that is your family routine, your family practice. That is where their brain changes the minute they know, oh, it's time, and that's our place. And focus on fun. We jumped rope. I kept, uh, I kept jump ropes around, hula hoops and rooms, badmintons in the backyard, we had um, a basketball hoop, you name it, board games, darts. It was, um, I tried to have playful dinners, uh, playful napkins, surprises um, that I would put under the plates, anything that's playful. Dancing while cooking or playing uh, restaurant, that's creative. We also played restaurant once every couple of weeks that we pretended we were at a restaurant and, and then the person who cooked the macaroni and cheese or whatever they did was the waiter and took our order. It was very cute. The memories you make with food will live in the hearts of your children forever, ever. And keep them laughing. Laughing teaches children to not take themselves or life too seriously, okay? Slipping a funny joke, playful note in your child's lunch, or your partner's briefcase carries laughter throughout the day. Okay? So again, play with your family and friends. Please keep hula hoops, jump ropes, basketball. Keep downloads of CDs. Um, when my kids were younger, they loved Cinderella and the Disney things. We had uh, uh, music on. And way back then, it was records. So we would... The girls had come in and picked Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, Michigabula, Michigabula, uh, Cinderella. We'd dance around. I, I tell you, we had little outfits. It was hilarious. Um, and while dinner's cooking or after the evening news, we'd play, play some fun music, sing. We always danced and we played karaoke all the time. Um, and we always played, this was also a funny thing at night. I don't know why I did this, but we played, um, hide and seek at least once a week. It was hilarious. So before the kids would go to bed, I'd turn off all the lights and we'd play hide and seek. So anyway, we played hide and seek, danced to uh, Cinderella till my daughters went to college. <laughs> Brittany went to Duke and she, uh, <laughs> called me and Elizabeth went to what, Tulane and okay, let's play hide and seek. 
Uh, and kitchen play was one of our biggest ones. Uh, invite friends over to make pizza, soup, subs. Um, when the girls were playing sports, they brought all the team over because um, everybody had to take buses to South Atlanta or other places around Atlanta. So ours was like the hub. And all the kids would have fun. I'd have, they'd throw out the pizza, roll it out. The kids would put all kinds of stuff on it. Um, and, and we'd bake cookies, different cookie. I always had different cookie cutters. I had animals. I had Disney characters. You name it, I had it. And um, they made different shaped cookies and also um, laughed at the different shapes. And I always had different sprinkles and icings. And they decorated them. So anything to play. Bath play was huge. I just saw a picture the other day of the three of us in the bathroom. Bathtub, excuse me, with bubbles everywhere. Because <laughs> when they were little, we used to take bubble baths together all the time and blow bubbles in each other's faces. Those evening baths with your kids can be one of the greatest sources of playfulness. Bubbles, playing with toys, blowing bubbles under the water. God, did we have fun. Um, animal play. Playing with the animals is always fun. Take your dog on an evening stroll with friends and family. Exercise is great, but... God, like I said, I play with my dogs all day long. Uh, play games. And again, we've talked about that. But don't wait to play. Please don't wait to play. Okay? Right now, whatever you're doing, if you're in your car, if you're at home, if you're about to cook dinner, just open your heart right now and play something. Play with its music. Start to dance. Uh, pick up your dog. Um, pretend you're wagging your tail at your dog. It'll wag your tail back. Uh, whatever you need to do. The key is don't wait. Don't wait for the play to just happen. Realize this is the key to your life, to pure joy, also to meaning in your life, to living an intentional life, okay? To have a healthy, healthy, happy life with lots of people in it. People don't want to hang around sour people that don't play. Think about it. Everybody wants to hang around playful people. Plan the playful times in your life during the day, during the week, whether you're at work, home, alone, or with your family. There's always, always a way to create a time for play. Okay? And remember, play is your brain candy. Okay, remember, we have a great newsletter. Please sign up for it on the site, uh, mindfullivingnetwork.com or our, O-U-R-M-L-N.com. Contact me. Go to the Mindful Living Network website, and you'll see Contact Us. Write me a note. Love to hear from you. Any ideas for podcasts? Anyone, if you want to do one with me, if you um, want to say something about something I've said. And remember that the tagline on our company is not just a tagline, it's a commitment to entertain, to educate, and to enlighten our world. It's our world. Let's hold our hearts and hands and heal ourselves and our world together, together, mindfully. Please share us with your friends and family and community. Let's do this together. Please. We have a meditation room. It's called the Meditation Room. You can find it on YouTube. You can go to our website. Click on the top. It's our meditation room. I love it. We have all, again, you can meditate uh, in, in the rain. You can meditate during a certain season with birds. Whatever you want, it is there, the meditation room. And don't forget our Mindful Living Network app at the app stores right there. Wonderful, filled with stress tips, filled with the meditation room, all kinds of stuff's on there. And again, our newsletter. And please follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and know that you're in our hearts every day. Okay, play, don't forget, is your God-given gift. It is your brain candy. And this is Halloween month, the month of play.
and I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It.